Hello, this is Ben. This is Michael Hing. And before you listen to this week's episode, we have an exciting announcement. Mm -hmm. If this podcast is something that you enjoy listening to... Hopefully it is. Unless you're listening to this out of spite, in which case, you do you. Yes, that's (laughs) Uh, fine, but I'm not happy about it. Sure. Then we uh, now have a way that you can support us in making this. Yes. Um, We now have a Patreon, Mm -hmm. which you can go to at www.com. Patreon.com forward slash F-T-A-G-H. And what you can do is you can give us five bucks a month. Now, it is it is not compulsory. It is absolutely not compulsory. No, uh, these episodes are still going to be on this RSS feed for free mm-hmm. every single week. Yep. Um, but if you can give us five bucks, um, that makes what we do um, remotely sustainable. Yes, and it makes it <laughs> frankly rewarding because this, uh, let me tell you, it's a drag to do. You just sent, I believe, <laughs> a thousand apples to a thousand children. <laughs> <laughs> but what we are going to do is take your money. That's the first thing we're going to do. Step one, we are going to take your money. And then step two, because we don't want to rely on the kindness of your heart because... We've met a lot of you. And, you know, frankly, that's, you know, that speaks for itself. What we're going to do is we are going to start a brand new spin-off podcast. Yes. Think Frasier to Cheers. Think uh, Mork and Minnie to Happy Days. Think Wayne's World the movie from Wayne's World the sketches in Saturday Night Live. Think all of these things and then think what? Getting two episodes of that a month for a mere $5 plus the four free episodes you're getting already? It's called The Secret Billionaires Club. It is, in many ways, the same podcast as Free to Good Home. But yes, there's a twist. It is just for billionaires. It is aimed at wealthy benefactors just like you, who like five million dollar <laughs> watches, who like private jets, who, who like, like to make omelets out of Fabergé eggs, who like hover yachts, yep, who like to ooh, spend a, a, a get, get a chessboard made of real people. Yep, <laughs> make them fight for you for sport. <laughs> um, we have found ads um, from odd corners of the internet that yes. cater to the whims of the one percent. <laughs> Absolutely, and that is the podcast that we will make as I said you will get uh, two of those a month as a thank you for your uh, supporting us via the Patreon exactly so you can go to www.patreon.com slash F-T-A-G-H and you can sign up to give us five bucks a month and get those two episodes of Secret Billionaires Club every month um, but here is your episode bye, bye. Yes. a proper cup of coffee in a proper cup of coffee cup a proper uh, cup of coffee in a proper cup proper of coffee cup. cup. <laughs> what word is it trying to trick you into say? Is it cum? No, no, they're not all cum. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Free to a Good Home. Uh, and this is, uh, should we, we, this is episode I 70. At, I can't look at you. You look what? so fucking stupid. <laughs> what do you mean? I look, I look, I'm, I'm svelte. Oh my God. So we, uh, dear listener, mm-hmm. have had some sound issues because we went from mics that are on a stand yep. to mics that are handheld. Mm. Uh, and Michael Hing has a problem where he... Um, kind of takes his thumb and puts it on the side of the microphone and kind of just rubs it up and down. Yeah, it's um, awful. Yeah. And so if you've heard rubbing or like weird vibrations in the last couple of episodes, it's because I can't yeah. control my hands. And so I've had to kind of go in and take out the ones that I can uh, in, in the edit. And uh, I think I believe it was a problem on your comedy special on ABC. Like yeah, when I recorded my ABC comedy special, which uh, because we had so many mics on the stage to pick up like everything that happened yeah. and um, because it was it, the, my, my thumb rubs were feeding back into the actual mic so I had to do ADR to fix that. You had to ADR your own comedy I special. had to literally yeah. go into a room and then re-record my own jokes to time them with my voice. Right, so I uh, was at a uh, microphone store yesterday uh, and I said, I've, I, we've, we've got this problem and as a joke, 
the person said, we'll just make him wear gloves. Uh-huh. And now Michael Hing... I my mother purchased me some gloves and I've got some gloves. <laughs> and I'm feeling bloody great. Anyway, uh, we should say we should introduce our guest yes, as well sorry. On, the, on the pod today. Uh, our guest is I reckon if anybody who's done the pod who's not us, yep. she has done it the most times. Yes, but also is the person who has done the most episodes that we've either lost or deleted or the ABC have kept in a vault and never released. That's true. So would you please welcome Alex Lee? Hello, Ben and Strange Bank Robber Man. Uh, <laughs> what do you think of these gloves? Oh, uh, they make you look very creepy, like a yeah. mime that a talks. Mime. It's um, the most annoying of mimes. <laughs> yeah. You think mimes are annoying when they're silent. Yeah. Imagine if they could talk. They're um, very fluffy. I'm going to take a picture so everyone can see them. Okay, go to the Facebook and you can see Hing's awful gloves. The other thing about these gloves is they've got, on three of the fingers on each hand, they have little uh, tips that allow you to use your touchscreen device yeah. uh, somehow. I don't know how that works. There's something about gloves with a t-shirt that I find deeply unwholesome. <laughs> Didn't you? Wasn't that a, a well, actually? Wasn't yeah. That a, a, didn't you? I have for a set while. Myself, I have set myself up for this because both of you knew me in first year uni when I used to wear a fingerless gloves, a t-shirt, and a vest. I believe. Yeah, uh, fingerless gloves, a t-shirt, and a sleeveless hoodie. Right, was that's how I, <laughs> how I used to get around. And now you just wear sleeves yeah. and fingertip gloves. Yes. Okay. So moving on to the the very important part, portions of uh, the podcast, I will allow snack report this week because I provided the snacks. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you what I've got here. Is a is is a thin. So like it's, a, it's a it's a it's a it's a marvel it's a of modern chip. science. Is it's what a, it is. It's a potato chip that has the flavour of, as as advertised, a porto chicken. Yeah, so it's not like off-brand a porto chicken. No, it's, it's not. It's, yeah, a gallo chicken. Okay, but that is the superior burger. But um, okay, Alex, so it's it's the sauce. It's the sauce it's that. The, well, try it's it. original a porto chili right. sauce that you would that, that you would find on a chicken, but now in yep. chip form. Um, What's the verdict? Does it just taste like a chip? <laughs> no, it tastes like the fucking chicken. That's amazing. It does. It tastes a lot like the Porto chicken. So, first of all, this is great for someone who doesn't eat chicken, but I can recapture this flavour. In, in the back mouth. In the back, you back mouth. You think you're just getting the sauce, and then it like... It hits you. Yeah. The chicken skin. What's, can I... Uh, uh, listeners mm, also write in, what is the best non-standard flavour of chip, like promotional chip flavour, or... or do they, what do they call them in America? Crisp. What no, is the, no, they call them chips. Uh, what's the best non-standard flavour you've had? Like, like there was a mustard one. I remember a couple of years ago. Yeah, that there I quite was a liked. tomato sauce one. There was a meat. Pie. The meat pie one was just great. tomato sauce. <laughs> the meat pie one was actually not a very enjoyable taste, mm-hmm. but it was incredible. Mm. Like it tasted exactly like a meat pie. It's one of those things where it's like we spent so much time. <laughs> Wondering if we should. Yes. All right. This is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best hey, and worst things. Before to... you do that, though, yes? you have an update on Snack Report. Oh, because... yes. Two weeks ago on this very podcast, oh I said to everyone, if you would like to try, I said, I, I claimed that the Jazz Apple was the best kind of apple, right? Oh, I have an update for you as well. I haven't told you this. Okay. So <laughs> I, I then said, Two listeners, if you'd like a jazz apple and you live in the state of New South Wales in Australia, I will send you a jazz apple. Wow. About half a dozen people got in contact, which is probably more than I thought would. Uh-huh. And so, but luckily all... I was thinking more people would want the opportunity to bankrupt, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so I... So, okay, cu- then a couple of things happened. I had to find a place that could deliver jazz apples, okay. right? Okay. Uh, and, and luckily the good people at Harris Farm have a, a, a broader fruit delivery system that I could specifically ask for a oh jazz apple. Oh, my God, apple. so you... Is there a minimum purchase? Well, there's not, but also you can you can you can just order. You can the, the way that's set up. You can order 
fruit to different houses and do like a run. So they're, they're, they're already doing the deliveries of all other kinds of fruit. So I ordered six apples to six different places in Sydney. <laughs> I put them in my order. It cost me $21. Oh so for anyone who thinks I don't put effort into this podcast, $21 has wow. been spent. And people are just going to receive a single apple. Yeah, well, hand I, delivered. I did in the. You know how they do delivery notes? Yeah. I sent the delivery notes. If no one's home, please do throw it through the lowest window you can find. <laughs> as hard as you can. Uh, I don't know if anyone's received their. Um, so nobody's been in touch. No one's been in touch yet because I only, I only did it last night, and so they should have been delivered last night. Um, but what, look well, actually, under your couches because if it like got thrown in the window yeah, and rolled exactly. under a couch. Exactly. exactly. Look exactly. under the nearest window. Look for a rapidly rotting apple. But immediately after I did this, mm. I got a phone call from Harris Farm being like, hey, <laughs> you've just ordered six apples to six different places in Sydney. Is this a mistake? <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 it's fine. Whatever. It's okay. art. It's for art. Yeah. So I, t- I didn't bother explaining them the whole thing, but I was like, no, no, no. It's just the thing I'm doing with my friends. I said friends. I didn't want to say podcast. <laughs> um, I consider our listeners friends. Sure. And then this morning... Look at this email I got this morning, right? So, I, I, for, bearing in mind, I cleared this up. I cleared this up with Harris Farm this morning. I got this email from PayPal. Important. We noticed unusual activity on your PayPal account. <laughs> and we have shut it down. Oh, no. So, my PayPal, my PayPal was, was suspended because I sent six apples to six <laughs> But what is, like, what is the, what, who's the scammer that does this? <laughs> I don't know. That hacks your PayPal then sends six apples to six they of the criminal friends. They start with six apples to see if you notice. Yeah. Yeah. And then they ramp it up. Yeah. Anyway. That's so a classic is, apple scam. So, if you do get an apple, please let us know. If you don't, uh, I mean, your grievances with Harris Farm at this point. I've done it. I've done my part. I posted the invoices on our Facebook page. And are they going to, like the people who receive it, are they going to do their own snack report on the jazz apple? I'd like that because the way that he talked about these apples was, to me, absurd. Oh, uh, just, and I don't want to harp on about this, but someone else tagged an Apple podcast in a reply about the, 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 the jazz apple, and they said, hey, Apple at a podcast, what do you think of the jazz apple? Michael Hing loves it. And then someone else got on and was like, fuck the jazz apple. <laughs> <laughs> all, all we're into is the pink ladies. And the Apple podcast was like, oh, no, guys, we just love apples. So they're trying to like, but I'm going to hey, start if, a beef. If, if they're not critical of apples in any way, what's, what's the, the point of the podcast? <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> apples. <laughs> like you've got to take a stand. Just very you know, pro-apple. You know, we've needed a nemesis podcast for ages. <laughs> <laughs> I think it could be the Apple people. Oh, mate. The Apple a day podcast. Apple we're a day. We are coming for you. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, to close it out, former guest on the show, Lee Namo, did say that I should try an Envy apple. They said that was a good type of apple. So I will I will do that and report back. Uh, did you not eat an interesting apple today? I had a Kanzi apple. Uh-huh. I don't think I've even had a Kanzi um, apple before. You can get them at Banana Joe's in Marrickville. <laughs> interesting. Um, okay. um, uh, which is my favourite shop because that's great fresh fruit. We're doing a lot of plugs for grocery stores today. Sure. Um, but it also has a large banana lying in a hammock on top of the shop, which uh. wearing a common Miranda hat. <laughs> Like with a wait, with, with, wait. With, I don't know if I've imagined. It, I'm pretty sure. Wait, is, this, is this a banana wearing a hat? Yeah, with <laughs> smaller fruit yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that's Banana Joe. He owns the grocery store. That's like <laughs> that's like if you were wearing a hat with babies on it. Just yeah, so. that's exactly what that is like. But are the bananas in his hat sentient? I don't. Like, like do, they, do they have faces? In this world, is Banana Joe the only sentient banana? Is he some sort of, like, Cronenbergian freak that, like... He's yeah. been brought to life. Yeah. By a, or he's, he was a man who was turned into a banana by a, a, a witch yeah. or something. And for those bananas that live on his head, do they know that their entire universe is on the head of a, a giant, giant banana? banana. <laughs> 
<laughs> and there's like yeah, Facebook this is, I think that, I think um this. I think that was a question asked by Plato. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Hing, do you have an ad to kick us off with? Yes. So this is a podcast we go through the week's classifieds. I'm sure you know that by now. So seems like an Apple podcast so far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so this uh, this one has been sent in by a listener, and I will just get their name up. So thank you to Louise. Yeah, that's that's her name. That that's is weird she, spelling. That, that's how she spells it. Hooper. She Louise it. Hooper is the name of the person. <laughs> Thank Sorry. you, Louise Hooper. Thank you for saying this. In. And this is a Gumtree ad posted about a week ago now from recording. And it's entitled, Wanted House Share with Mature, Over 40 Person, Non-Student. So no learning Okay. Here. Um, this has been posted in Hobart, Tasmania. So just uh, for people who don't know what Tasmania is, Tasmania is like the... It's like the people make a lot of stand up comedians make a lot of jokes about Tasmania. Uh, I, I don't agree with these uh, stereotypes, but it's. Yeah, but its meme is like a backwater kind yeah. of. Yeah. What would its equivalent be? I'm trying to think. I don't think there like is. Like Alaska, maybe? Maybe Alaska. Like it's cold and it's far away. I yeah. think in England it would be like Kent or something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm looking to share a like minded. Uh, over 40 ideally person of good education or show share with sorry yeah, uh, and who, who is ideally extremely well aware or at minimum eager to learn of the big picture as oh. it were oh. they go on to list them socioeconomics global politics economic realities and then in, in inverted commas climate change mm-hmm. etc but then they, and you go, I'm a bit skeptical when they follow it up. I.e., you will know that global warming is a total lie <laughs> and a global tax grab. If you don't know that, then we live in different worlds and it wouldn't fit. Well, yeah, we live in different apartments, obviously. <laughs> this, is that the whole ad? No, no, it, it keeps oh, okay. going because it takes a turn now. If you have a prepper slash semi prepper mentality, that would be good. <laughs> So this is a person oh, okay. who doesn't believe oh, in climate change, this is interesting. but does think that a global apocalypse they should prep or prepare for oh, is coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, this is a race war person. Yeah. This is absolutely someone oh, who believes in the coming race war. Well, uh, few do. The majority don't. And the majority will learn the hard way, as is usually the case. My needs are minimal. A clean, tidy, quiet location within reasonable commuting distance of the CBD. Oh, so this person doesn't have, doesn't a, house. have a house. They want to move <laughs> to the place. Uh, oh. Unlimited broadband, e.g., Dodo, is I- that's a broadband company, is ideal. They want unlimited broadband. Okay. The information flow is endless. Non-smoking, oh. non-party house only, dog-friendly but not cat-friendly. Uh, I have a bedroom. I have bedroom furniture, so an unfinished room is okay. I am post forty, male, employed, full-time, electronics engineer by profession. Non-smoker, clean-shaven, no tats. Okay. Uh, some space for my projects, such as a sh- my projects, such as a shed or garage, would be good too. $200 or less sounds good. Cheers. I know, I don't know what the going wow. rate in Tasmania is, but that is a long a list of demands for not a lot of money. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and also it's like, you should be, you're selling yourself at yeah, this point. He hasn't understood how the power dynamic is no. working in this relationship. Yes. You know what else I think is weird? He asked for people who are highly educated, but doesn't want to live with students. Yeah. That's a it's really like, good point. It's like, you know point. what? You can't have one without the other. Yep. Well, yep. Who's, who's a main- semi-serious prepper? It feels like something that you <laughs> like. It feels like you're, not, you're you're either stockpiling goods or you're not. Yeah, no like, one's stockpiling one can of tomato soup. No, it's no, three hundred or nothing. When they go to the sh- when they go to the shops, they just buy a little bit more than <laughs> than they need, just in case. What What are your items in your prep bunker? You got to have water. Yep. You got to have probably canned food, books, books, really books. I think you'd go mad. Uh, big jugs of air. 
Big air jugs. You so when oxygen jugs. runs out. Yep. What do you mean big jugs? Oh, so like a like a canister. You no, mean. big jug of air. Yeah, big, jug, big jug full of air. And then once you have so you all can the just <laughs> suck on every now and then. Yum 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 yum. Um, <laughs> can I ask board what, game? What do you think this guy like? Is this guy's backstory is that he's had to be this specific? Like, do you think he's just had like a horrible housemate who refused? Who was like, who woke Darren, up every Darren. Bo- yeah, you've got too many. You've got too many sealed bags of grain here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to hear a business opportunity? Oh, <laughs> uh, actually, I was looking for a business opportunity. I have a lot of money that I need to invest. Wonderful. Well, this was listed on uh, Craigslist. No, on um, on Gumtree. Not one week ago, so you can probably still snap it up. Great. This is in the uh, Rooty Hill area. Mm-hmm. Not too far. Uh huh. And it is. I have a list. Of domain names for sale. Nice. Make an offer on each one. So he's not selling these in bulk. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. MySamsungStore.com. YSamsung.co. <laughs> oh, wait. You're listing the domains now. Yep. XFitCastleHill.com.au. A CrossFit. Castle Hill. XFitCastleHill.net.au. AquaHydrate.com.au. MySamsung.com.au, AppleIOS.com.au, oh. and finally, apps for numeral sale.com.au. How? What? What? I'm what, gonna that? These get <laughs> so rich. How, but if, if, how much is he selling them for? You make a bloody offer. Well, why would I want those? Yeah, and also, like, we know that they've failed because, like, isn't that whole idea of buying domains, domain names is that you hope that the business will need it and then exactly. they'll, they'll come to you. Yeah. But if it hasn't happened yet, it's, it's not like, going to happen. So, obviously, duds. obviously, there's a CrossFit near his house, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and he's, he's snapped up their domain names, mm. called them up and been like, give me $20,000. And they were like, absolutely not. And he's like, well, someone else is going to want this. <laughs> like, they won't. We've probably just got the CrossFit website and then there's a drop-down menu yeah. for the Castle yeah. Hill location. Yeah. Was, it, was it John Safran who, when the Iraq war started, registered the mcdonalds.co.iraq or whatever website? Really? And he was like, because America's going to like, want to open a, a McDonald's here after huh. the war or whatever. And 16, laters, I do not, 16 years later, I do not know if there's an Iraq McDonald's, an Iraqi ah. McDonald's. But I mean, I, th- like this is a business this model. This sounds like something less that John Safran would do and more... Um, Michael like, Moore or something? No, like I don't notorious know. street artist, artist Banksy would do. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to the, like mcdonalds.co.iraq or whatever, it's yeah. just a picture of a rat eating a fry. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Oh, I, feel, I feel so stupid if I did that. <laughs> oh, I feel like I need to change my behaviour. But this is a this is a business model that, that people have tried before. D- domain squatting. Domain squatting. Absolutely. Does it work? Like it sometimes works, right? But yeah, I mean, it does. I mean, it, it works a lot with... um. Somebody at Story Club told a story once about they met a guy who, like, was a domain squatter in America. And what he would do is, it was actually really smart. Like, when the final 12 of American Idol was announced, he'd just buy all 12 domain names. Oh. Because one of them was going to, like, oh, okay. like guysebastian.com or yeah. shannonol.com or whatever. Can, wow. I, can I tell you something that I find curious about this? It's the sheer scope, the scale of this operation. Mm. So not only mm-hmm. is he literally. Going to like he's not only domain squatting and taking on the shitty CrossFit next to him, but his targets range to fucking Apple. Like he's calling Apple and being like, "Would you like AppleIOS.com?" <laughs> and Apple are like, "Please stop calling this number." 
Would you like, hey, Samsung, would you like mysamsung.com.au? I mean, like, shoot for the moon, I guess, but, like, come on, my dude. Do you think there's a, is there, is there a business domain? What's, like, the best one you could have got back in the day? Like Apple.com or whatever would be pretty good. What's interesting is all the ones that... I mean, in hindsight, it's very easy, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just think of a company and yeah. then say that. If, I, if, 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 if I'd guessed Google, <laughs> if I'd guessed the, 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 nut, the letters associated <laughs> with Google in the order that they were... Oh, mate, you would be a bloody millionaire at least. <laughs> but that's... Wait, I mean, I think... I wonder if it is like domain squatters during the initial kind of internet boom that mean that most most huge websites actually... <gasps> don't have names like that. Like books.com.au isn't a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. We yeah. have sports.com.au. Like that's nothing. So for quite frequently in our Twitter and on our uh, Facebook Messenger board, people are telling me that I haven't updated the website and it's still a menu from a restaurant yes, from that, five years ago. <laughs> that is a fair criticism. So our website is freedomagoodhomepodcast.com. Yep. And I didn't realise this. I forgot this, but the reason we got that is because freedomagoodhome.com is being domain squatted as we speak. <gasps> but if I click here to buy freedomagoodhome.com for your website name, what does it say? Get a price quote. Oh no, it's, it's, it's oh this it, no, this is a data mining scenario. Wonderful. They want my name, my email, and my social security number. No your social security number. Give no, it to them. Give it to them. Go on. Do not want. Uh, can we fix our website? Yeah. Can the listener do it? <laughs> Can the listener please do so it? So what's on the website? It is literally the menu to an Italian restaurant. <laughs> Why? Did you put that on there? I can't remember. I remember I was working. <laughs> I did it years ago. Maybe I thought it was funny. Maybe it was the default template. I can't remember. But so many of your fans are hoping that in your absence, you two were working away <laughs> on a really good website where it was easiest for people to submit their yeah, um, classifieds. Absolutely not. Um, it's, yeah... <laughs> So many people get in contact with us and, and are like, hey, I don't know if you know this. I assume you don't, but your website is just the menu for some restaurant. And we're like, yeah, we know. Yeah. And they're like, right. <laughs> why is that? And you're like, why are you? <laughs> Libra, you got one? Yeah, I got one. Uh, this was sent in from one of your lovely listeners, Thomas Went. Thank, Thank you, Thomas. Thomas. Thank you, Thomas. He says, hey, guys, long time, first time, as they say. I added, as they say. I was looking for a job in Perth on Craigslist, got desperate, and I stumbled across some fantastic ads. Hope you can use them. And here's the ad. Thank you. Photography models. (laughs) I'm an amateur photographer that likes to take nude pics. I cannot think of an ad that had alarm bells sounding earlier. (laughs) 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 I prefer backpackers. International students or students? Uh huh. Uh-huh. The photos will never be seen anywhere. Well, now. I am sane. <laughs> <laughs> Classic <laughs> sane person. <laughs> Statement. Yep. <laughs> I am sane and professional uh-huh. and can take your pics at my home. Okay, and one of those things is true. For this, <laughs> you can get paid $100 an hour plus Ooh. to take this man in Perth. What, is, what, are, what are the offer. three categories of people he likes photographing? Was backpackers, international students, mm-hmm. and students. So we're talking about vulnerable people. Vulnerable people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people, people who, who don't have a network of support <laughs> in this country. Yeah. yeah, people who perhaps if they went missing, <laughs> yeah. they might not get noticed straight <laughs> Sh- away. Shall we say? No one will ever see these pictures. That sounds so much like a threat. Like that's yeah. also the last thing that he says about you. <laughs> oh. No one will ever see you anywhere. <laughs> You live in my 
studio yeah, what, Is that a business model? No. Is that a business model? If I if I took nudie photos of the two of you yep. and said, don't worry, no one's ever going to see them, and then you you walk out that door and I email you immediately, give me $10,000 and I'm going to release pictures of your nudes. Okay, this is ah. the plot of like most old detective novels. <laughs> what do you mean? Like nearly every Raymond Chandler novel has a... Uh, a nudie a setup where a Hollywood actress is being blackmailed with this exact scenario. Oh. Um I don't know if it's still common. <laughs> I think it is more alarming that he's like no one's ever going to see them. Because why are you taking like it, th- that is like yeah. just an admission I will be wanking to these in the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause oh, it, so cuz if he's like I'm an artist that wants to like kind of do a nude exhibition and I want to take like that's that's actually like that has a veneer of legitimacy about it. But by mm-hmm. saying like these are going to be Laminated and put under my bed. Uh, that that's so much yeah. worse. Is a hundred dollars an hour reasonable compensation for this? Well, again, it depends if he murders you. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd want because a bonus for that. Yeah, I, I was pretty against this, but now I was like, man, I worked at a bar for twenty dollars an hour. Yeah, you weren't nude necessarily. <laughs> well, not not at the front, sure. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Would you ever do nude photography, either of you? Uh, I've, I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast before. I was very awkward doing shirtless photography for you that Cleo thing. Oh, I just had a really bad memory. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> was it a pink shirtless? <laughs> no. I, my, I thought I've told this story before. Have I? But my sister won um, a photography session when she did a pole dance, when she won a pole dancing class competition. Oh, this is, this has more alarm bells than that. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? So there was a pole dancing competition and then they said, oh, <gasps> You've won a f- oh my god! I really pushed this out of my mind, and yeah. she was like, "Al, like this was years ago, maybe five or six years ago." She was like, "You need headshots. Why don't you take it?" And I was like, "Great!" And then I got there, and oh it turned no. out to be quite like a. It was around here, like a soft focus, like a boudoir, boudoir, like you know the ones, like the kind of photos they kind of do the kind of like sexy photos you give to your man on an anniversary, yeah, like, before he goes to war. Yeah, well, with like all the like. Backgrounds and stuff like that, and I was like, okay. "Hello, I'd just like some headshots, please." Just, just the Here's my up. voucher, <laughs> and you know, I don't like, I don't like confrontation or like saying no. Sure, <laughs> sure. So I did do some. <laughs> you did do some. I did a. I'm. I'm pretty sure I did like a topless photo <gasps> with your boozies to the front or boozies to boozies the back. To the back. Okay. So like, like, but, but then we- they were like. When I finished, and I was like, "Why did I do that? This is really dumb. Why don't you just say no?" And then I Wait, how did they did they press you into doing that or what? Oh, like they were like, "Oh, go on." And I was like, "All right." Immense, <laughs> <laughs> enormous yeah. pressure. Yeah, and then <laughs> there was like some fucking thing where they wanted me to pay more to printing and stuff like that, and so I just like never returned their calls. And then I just like I. St- I forgot that I was living in terror, but now I just remembered. So somewhere, they somewhere have- there's this photography studio that has those pictures oh you got scammed by the way that's exactly what happened no but i didn't give any of their money no i know but that was like we've covered this on this show that you are on yeah but i wasn't working on the show that's a good point (laughs) so what what do you mean what's the scam basically it's actually quite quite incredible it's 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 totally legal but it's 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 morally deprived what they do is they tell you that you have won a free photography session and it usually works best with families um they get a good photographer to take photos of your family and then they say if you want these photos Oh, it'll cost you like an insane amount of money. And my sister was telling me that for some people, they they show them in a like they, they sit down and there's music playing and they show them a slideshow of all these like pictures of their f- 
family that they've taken that day and they tell them, they go, you have 10 minutes to, to decide, otherwise I am deleting these from the camera. Oh, like It's like they will go in the bin forever. Yeah. That's nuts. And then so you have to pay for did, the printing. Yeah. So did they, did they threaten to put your, your Thomas Nudes in no, the bin? No, they didn't threaten. Right. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm, sure they, I'm sure they were useless. Like, Worthless. The thing is, if you ever, this is how. See, if you, I hope they've deleted. If them. or when you become a, a, a famous international starlet or star, is is starlet a sexist word to use now? I don't know. Let's see where you're going with this. Uh, well, this is you know you know how like those like. Oh photo- yeah, they'll definitely surface if I become. If you were, any more famous, but yeah, they'll they'll be like, oh, she's if I go to Hollywood. She's what? She's the first uh, Australian uh, to win an EGOT. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I <laughs> Here is a picture of her when she was she 19. She was the first Australian to steal an EGOT from Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Oh, man. Hing, do you have one? I do indeed. Now, this has just been sent in. And as I was browsing Craigslist ads this morning, I saw this ad. Really? So, yeah, there's been some serendipity here. So, I feel like this is the universe telling us we need to read wow. out. Okay. All right. But it starts off... Oh, who sent it in? This is sent in by James Quinn. So, thank you, James. Thank you, James. Uh, and it, <laughs> it reads... It's in the Sydney section of Craigslist in talent gigs. Mm-hmm. And it reads as follows. A pub owned by a girl? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> hail yeah. Think Coyote Ugly. I'm thinking Coyote All right, Ugly. I'm there. And, and hell has been spelled H-A-I-L. So I don't hail oh, yeah. Hail, hail, hail yeah. yeah. Oh, is that a Coyote Ugly thing? It's not hail like Hitler. It's H-A-I-L. Like the stones that fall from the sky made of oh. ice. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Going to your average local pub, and who owns it? Probably some guy over 40 years old. You go in and sit down, and it's exciting to see a bunch of people stare into their drinks, but you can't wait to order your drink so you can stare into it too and see what's so interesting in that damn glass. My God, shut up. (laughs) So good, already. Okay, look, I'm 23 years old. Yeah. Female, adventurous, easily bored, and love to have fun. One of my fun, in caps, <laughs> movies of all time is Coyote Ugly. Come on. What girl who believes in fun wouldn't love to work <laughs> in a place like that? Well, was it, weren't, weren't quite a lot of the Coyotes in Coyote Ugly miserable? I believe they were. Alex, you're a girl who l- believes in fun, aren't you? I believe in fun. <laughs> Would you like, have you seen, uh, have you seen First the... of all, have you seen the Piper Parabo hit? I think I remember, I watched the video clip Can't Fight the Moonlight quite a lot. So yeah, you've basically seen the film. That's the yeah. plot, right? <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Do you know who absolutely... Piper Parabo, well done for remembering that. Yeah, right? She didn't go where she, we thought she would. <laughs> she... <laughs> to the moon. We really <laughs> thought... <laughs> to fight the moonlight <laughs> once and for all. <laughs> she of all people should know that she shouldn't do yeah. that. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think that her career, yeah, right? It's, it had a bit of a Jenna Elfman trajectory to it. What? what else is she in? She was in, I'm just looking at it now, she was in the Bruce Willis 2012 film Looper. She was also she was in, in Looper. She I was, saw Looper. She was also in one a recurrent a movie that comes up on this podcast. I'd say once a fortnight. She was in <laughs> The Prestige. Oh, really? Yeah, in The Prestige. Really? She plays. Oh my god! Sorry. Speaking of things that come up on the podcast a lot. <laughs> okay. Somebody got in contact with me after listening to I think it was the Mark Sutton episode where we were talking about aggro, and and I think <laughs> yes. I think one of us said flippantly. It, for those of you who don't know what aggro is, he's like an absolute, just like carbon copy of Animal from The Muppet Show. They just copied that and t- took his hair off. Mm. And somebody wrote in being like, you don't know how right you are, and sent us to a link that was like, the, <laughs> the aggro puppet was a vandalised 
Fisher and Paykel Muppet toy. <gasps> Whoa! Animal, an animal Muppet toy that you could buy at the fucking shops. Wow! Um, I, that's not what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to talk about the guy who wrote in and said, hey, I just listened to that episode with Mark Stone where you talked about explaining who Agra was, and then I randomly picked another episode, and I ran- picked a random <laughs> yeah. point in it. And you were also explaining what aggro was in that episode. So that's a thing we've done twice on this podcast yeah. now. Was this something I saw on the internet or was it a fever dream? Did aggro join One Nation? Is that yes, did aggro join One Nation? Like, yes. Did I see a picture of, na- of aggro in a One Nation hat? Yes. Look, look, Hing actually covered it on the feed and also on Mark's episode of Free to a Good Home. So okay, we won't right. 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 go I just need to know. But suffice yes. it to say, aggro, as we've long suspected, is an enormously racist topic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, so basically this continues and... Um, I'm opening two bars and the theme of each is simply to have fun. It's not a theme. <laughs> if my team of misfit employees... <laughs> Hang on, how can you... But sorry, by, by night, they're a, a fun kind of the <laughs> style bar. By day, they rob banks, didn't you know? But how can you... How can that be? A, how do you assemble a band of? You can't. You can't do that on purpose. That's just the thing that you have, or you don't. It's like the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's a band of misfits. That's exactly. Imagine like if or like the, the Raggy Dolls. Exactly. <laughs> imagine if like the Snooty team from the Mighty Ducks. Yes. Was like, oh, that band of misfits um, beat us. I guess the good strategy going forward is we need to find a ragtag band of. All these Snooty college kids are fired now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so her band of misfits. Misfits. If, if my band of misfits and, uh, and I uh, have fun working there, our customers will also have a blast. Sure, fine. Oh, uh, that's er- absolutely not true. Er- <laughs> yeah. No, I agreed. I've worked in places, for example, the bottle shop I worked with you, Ben, where we had a great time and the customers did not enjoy yeah. it at all. <laughs> I mean, the bar that Hing and I used to work at too, we had a wonderful time. Uh, and, and because of that... People hated it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's no fun. Yeah. Every you... night we will have different events and specials. Examples? This is just a bar. You're describing a bar. <laughs> we'll have a team trivia night at a bar, you say? <laughs> a karaoke night. Again, at a... What? Yep. That's crazy. That's so... This I, is I, nuts. Trivia and karaoke. Are they going to have like um like those alcoholic like beverages? <laughs> <laughs> a piano bar night? An open mic night. Well, no one's going to enjoy that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those. No one's going to enjoy that at all. Uh, a cosplay night where we get to dress up as our favourite dot, dot, dot. So fill in the blank there. No. And uh, An unplugged music night. And every night our customers will be able to play our own barroom rate- <laughs> X-rated Truth or Dare. So that's every, any night you go there. Any night. Any so night, you can listen night. to a piano bar. And then play truth or well, dare. And play tr- X-rated truth or drinking dare. wasabi sauce or something. <laughs> Our employees will, in caps lock, will take part in the fun games, uh, fun R-rated games as well. Okay. Uh, I foresee some RSA issues already as a former bar yeah. staff member, but go on. To make it more fun, okay. two new TV shows will occasionally film episodes in the bars. What? <laughs> what? Hang on. It it is so hard to get, as the three of us know, to get one TV show up if it's all you're focusing on. (laughs) To get two up. While you're running running inside. Just so they could. And and, uh, another thing. Having a TV crew in your bar does not make it more fun. It's enormously disruptive. You have to sit very quietly yeah. and you're not allowed to drink anything. What, I would say one of the things that people love at a bar is to listen to music. And one of the things all soundies hate is yep. background music playing. I think I think one thing that she hasn't realised is in the scene... Yeah, here's what's happened. She thinks that in the movie Coyote Ugly, 
when they she were... She thought it was a documentary. No, I don't know. <laughs> a documentary well... <laughs> about a bar filled with misfit well, she, she may well have thought that, but I, just on a more technical point, she thinks that in any movie where there is a noisy bar scene, mm. that that is shot in a noisy bar. Uh, and right. whereas in reality, and as, again, the three of us kind of... W- w- I mean, look. We'll know. We've all it, seen the bloopers um, <laughs> from 10 Things I Hate About You when all the people in the background at the prom are just pretending to talk. Exactly. That's when I realised. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, I mean, the three of us, look. We're wheelers, we're dealers, we're showbiz insiders, yep. all right? That's something we know. So we know that many of the bars are actually filmed in prisons. <laughs> <laughs> I, I once on a shoot, um, we were shooting a noisy bar scene. Yeah. And uh, we ha- what, it was crazy. So what they did was they got everyone to talk and they recorded that as background. Yep. And they looped that. Mm-hmm. And then got everyone to be silent, yeah. so they could well, and pretend to talk like you're describing there, yeah. right? What they didn't know is that someone during the noisy bar scene talking used a very bad word <laughs> that is a derogatory oh. word for a homosexual man. My word. <laughs> Just no. you know how people talk down the down the bar, and he used a very derogatory, like a very mean word, a very offensive word. There are so many words that aren't that word. Quite yeah. loudly in the in the. <gasps> In like, oh no! And because it's looped, and no one like I, I guess no one. You have to really listen to hear it. But <laughs> there is a thing for for a production I worked on previously, where so every is there an Easter egg. Can you <laughs> every? I would say fifteen to twenty seconds. <laughs> you just hear in the background someone say a very horrible word, and the thing is, all of us who are acting in it just don't react at all. Whereas if you're in a bar and someone just gets <laughs> yelling every that word out seconds. every 15, 20 with seconds, you'd be like, <laughs> with the exact same intonation. Yeah. What is going on? So if you watch it with that knowledge, you just think like, oh, wait a second. These people, are, someone's just yelling that word and these people are just ignoring it. Oh my God. Do you reckon that extra, because I've, I've been in this situation before where like I've had to do like, just looped talk or whatever. And I'm always like, don't fuck it up, don't fuck it up, don't fuck it up. And do you reckon he was like, don't say the F word, don't say the F word, don't say the F word. <laughs> and, like, and action. And he says, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Um, oh. Yeah, my God. Is there more to this ad, by the way? There is, but it goes on for a while. We, I don't I, I understand. What does she want? <laughs> she's looking for people who want to work at her fun bar. She but she, does she have bars. a bar? It doesn't exist. No, she's opening two bars to film two TV shows. We've been through this. <laughs> uh, I'll finish up. Bonus info. I think uh, there's a, it goes on for a while. Um, but the the, the the editing paragraph is pretty good. Bonus info. If any of my future employees and teammates believe that they uh, can act given the right training, I have a direct connection with the creator and the casting director of the new TV shows. What? What are you... So, th- so, so I know oh. we mocked them before. So basically, this person, their friend has been like, hey, um, you used to work in a bar. We need to shoot a thing in that bar. Do you reckon you could learn us the bar? And they were like, oh, I got fired for having too much fun at work. Yeah, remember? But don't worry. I'm going to open up my own bars. You can shoot there as much as you like. I mean, I, I mean, these things are really hard to do. I know. It's very confusing. She's 23. Does she have capital? And, like, <laughs> I think even, like, the biggest bar moguls, like Justin Hems and stuff, usually start Mr. with Monopoly. one bar. Yeah, usually yes. they st- you, don't do, you don't do two at once. Get one bar right. Make, make some mistakes. Look, crawl before you can walk. Crawl before you can run. Yep. What's the saying? No, either's fine, but mine. Can you imagine just walking into one of the a bar, any bar that's theme was have fun? I would walk in there and see like the bar staff having all this like enforced wackiness oh my dressed God. in cosplay, and I would turn around and walk out so quick. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't cannot s- think of any worse theme 
for I don't a say bar. this lightly, but I would Except burn that place to the fucking ground. <laughs> 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 well, it's like, um, so there's a, there's a venue in Sydney. So for those of you not from Sydney, Sydney's had a real problem with its live music scene. Like mm. venues just keep shutting down and keep shutting down. And there was one venue called Newtown Social Club that used to be the Sandringham. Which was um, like a classic. A uh, beloved uh, music venue. Mm. Uh, t- uh, the, the Whitlam's even wrote a song about it called yes. God Drinks Down at the Sando. Yes. Uh, anyway, it was like a real institution, and then due to I think zoning stuff, they shut, got got shut down. Yeah. And the thing that replaced it could not be more perfect in terms of just making people cross. Yes. It is a novelty putt putt bar owned and run by Strike Bowling. <laughs> no, I did not know that. I, and I honestly like. <laughs> you Where's your song about that, Whitlam's? <laughs> Where's your song about that? God plays like, putt putt at the Sando. <laughs> And it's called Holy Molly. Oh. And, um, and yeah, like, honestly, I think there were legitimate concerns that it was going to be firebombed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So what do you think? Would you would you invest in this bar? Would you work in this bar? Yeah. I want to get a job on one of the two TV shows that films in this bar. For yeah, sure. that's probably. That's the other thing, I took right? my agent. Is this, is this Sydney based? This is Sydney based. Fuck. Um, Sydney based? Yeah. So, so it could it could be at the sand, at, when the pub pub closes down, it could be the Sando. But I, I guess. My worry with trying to do this kind of bar and mentioning mentioning that kind of um, showbiz kind of stuff in your ad means you're going to get a lot of out-of-work actors, performers, comedians. Absolutely. The, the pits. Being like, oh, did you say there's an opportunity here? Yes. For me to- I mean, look, I've been down and out. I've been unemployed before. I've been looking for work. Yeah. So, I mean... You're both on television. You're both on a television show that's reasonably successful. Not right now. Going on. Not right now. We just put our pants on one day at a time. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you're off season right now. But if 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 you were looking for work, yeah. would you ever consider working in a bar in order to yeah, I, get on television? If there's one thing I've learned: you got to hustle. You got to always be hustling. Yeah. I'm gonna call it, guys. I am looking forward to both of these bars and both of these TV shows. Woo! It sounds fun! (laughs) It does. (laughs) All in caps. Oh, thank you so much for coming, Alex Lee. It's always so much bloody fun to have you. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, Do you have anything you'd like to plug that's coming up? Oh, just my really fun bar that I'm opening. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Oh, I'm doing. Oh, no, nah, not really. <laughs> well, again, as we say, as we've been saying a lot in these episodes, we are still doing our weekly Dragon Friends stream taping at the Public House Petersham. Yes, um, that's at seven thirty. And if you want to come along, just come along. Yeah, you can find we some had details. A great crowd when we did it recently. And yes. Uh, yeah. Um, friend, friend of ours, Alan Duffy was there. He Astronomer was. Alan Duffy was there. Mm-hmm. He was. He's got his own popular podcast. It's fine. It's fine. It's not important. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but uh, and please, please, please keep those um, classifieds coming in. Yes, you can find us on our Facebook page. Uh, Facebook.com slash free to a good home podcast or at FTAGH pod on Twitter. And uh, where would I go if I wanted to just like look at uh, bit, some sort of list of Italian food <laughs> <laughs> and well, some prices? Uh, free to a good home podcast. Free to a home. Got it. Got it. Free to a good home podcast. Uh, but until next week, bye. bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.